to episode 190 of Checkpoint Chat. My name is Alessandro Barbosa. I'm joined by the uh, hmm, the brave Matthew Figuera. Brave, I don't know why. It just, why? That's what it's came cold. Up. Yeah, you're braving the cold. I mean, you don't have a choice. Sure. That's what that's it is. on the like, nose. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 you don't have a the choice. Cold. The, the, the cold is the cold. You can't really escape it, is, it currently. You- you know, we're recording in the morning on a, this fresh Saturday. We've had a, a oh. whole night full of rain. You'd be so which, you'd be, uh, forgiven for thinking it's not morning, given the fucking darkness outside. Like, why is it raining in June in Johannesburg? Never in yeah. my life have I there seen was, this. Never. So I, I, I climbed out of bed last night. It's like oh, I'm not tired. I'm gonna go play some stuff. Set up my PC. Actual thunderstorm just attacks the house. I'm like, where? <laughs> this come where did from? this come it, from? Yeah. Although it, it did hint, it was hinting the whole evening. So Lenska and I went to my mom for uh, supper last night. And just on the horizon, constant lightning. And it was weird. It felt a bit like summer. It's like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's just yeah, like, like it's, it's not just like a splash of rain. It's like a full on... Thunderstorm. No, this was a thunderstorm. It's, it was lightning yeah. hitting around my house. It's me dropping spicy in Fortnite, living my best life. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's weird. But you only I'm drop gonna... spicy in Fortnite in, in summer. We all know this. So it's yeah. not just the seasons. <laughs> but I'm not complaining because if, if you're not a listener based in Johannesburg or you've not been in Johannesburg in winter, it is the worst because it doesn't rain normally and it is very dry. Your, the air yeah. is super dry. Um, your skin gets dry. It's just but what, the worst. What's weird to me is that it still feels dry. It, it does. Still yeah, feels it, extremely dry. Like yeah, it's it's a thing I've I've noticed in summer because I I struggle with hay fever and a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It takes a few rains before you know get that humidity gets, up. gets moisturized, yeah. <laughs> as the <laughs> scientists say. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's definitely what they say. The air, the air gets moisturized. There's a moisture level to the air. You should come up with a name for it. <laughs> I'm sure they have. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know. We, we we could be on the forefront of that. Uh, oh but yeah, I mean, this morning, Breaking like, my face feels so, like, dry. And it's like, it rained last night. It's still wet outside. So what yeah. is going on? Like, you got to clean that face, man. Yo, in winter, you got to, got to, you can feel, you put that moisturizer on and your skin just goes. Gotta, yeah, that's, just, that's exactly what I said to Lens because the other day I was like, I'm, I'm creaming my body. Don't care. I'm fucking itchy. It's just, <laughs> and, it's just and then drinking put, it in. Put cream on. And I said, this is what my skin's doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you've gone for a run and you have that, that glass of water and you just don't stop drinking. That's your skin in winter. Just like, <laughs> give me more, please. The moisturizing juice. <laughs> oh, get, getting out of shower and feeling itchy. Is just oh. the fucking worst. I hate it. Okay, but so yes, yes, yes. Something I do, which is not good for my skin. Have you? You know that when you're itchy, if you put hot water on your itchy skin, you get the satisfying feeling. Hell yeah! It's not just me, right? You put that. Hell you yeah. put that water super hot, and it's like, uh, hell <laughs> that's yeah. so nice. I come out of very the shower bad. and I'm red, and Shani's like, yeah, "What is wrong?" What with happened? You? Yeah, very bad for your skin, but at the time, it just feels so it's great. It's probably just drying it out care. even more. You like, no, you like first 100%. degree fucking burning this thing. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. At, at, at the time, it just feels really good. I'm Ooh, like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's hotter. <laughs> <laughs> your skin's then, screaming out in pain, yeah. and you just like die. 
Og den har klamret, like, damn, I'm so itchy. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> How dare my skin betray me like What's this? What's going on? <laughs> I was just in the shower. I just moisturized your skin yeah. with water. <laughs> Fucking ungrateful piece of skin. Jesus. <laughs> sure. Canvas skin. It's yeah, true. The dry air is, is the worst. I always look forward to, to the rains down on Africa. Oof. Okay, Johannesburg in September. Well, we've passed the... Uh, oh, it's, is we, it the we're solstice? Going in, that's yeah. it, yeah. I think it's the 21st or 22nd of June. So we, mm. we're out here on our way back to longer days, which is fantastic. I mean, that, that's all I want because the fact that it can be like quarter to six and it's pitch dark, I fucking hate it. I just, it's so depressing. I must say this this season I've been bad because normally I run in the mornings, first thing in the morning. But this year, sure, it's been a thing of I run when I get up <laughs> on the weekends or, or I just run at lunch or in the afternoon because, yeah. you know, it's a lot yeah. warmer. But I used to, I remember getting up in winter last and the year before and just dying. Cut I mean, we, the, the only time I got up early to run this season was when we did the… Oh, that race. The, the Gerald Fox yeah race yeah and that was a a reality check of this is why i don't get up this early anymore because that good was Lord, damn it's cold. cold and that and that was like not even like early early that race started at like like seven, seven. seven yeah like what the hell man like and it was freezing cold <laughs> and i was still i'm still laughing at the people there at the start line who were there in like i mean shorts is one thing sure fine shorts but uh in the little like sleeveless running shirts and they're sitting there with like their hands underneath their armpits and they're shaking. <laughs> they are dying. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? No you gloves, see, I, no nothing. I, I run with shorts happily because we are, are, when I run 1K and I don't feel the cold, whatever. But I, I'm at least smart enough to put a jacket on that I'll just take yeah, off and tie around exactly. my waist. It exactly. doesn't bother me. keeps me warm. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I did. I had a, I mean, I run with... I run with shorts, but I have those like running tights because those help yeah. quite a bit. But yeah, I had a jacket and just took it off. I had gloves. I ended up taking those off like halfway through the race because my hands were on fire. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't want to be uncomfortable while I'm waiting there for half an hour while these people like set up the start. Fuck that noise. Yeah. It's a prime way to get Good sick. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. Do you also have it in your your office where they just blast hot air? Um, so it's it. it's better now before so we're, we're in a much bigger building now but previously we were i mean in the office the office wasn't much smaller i think we had fewer staff but it was, was still say a hundred people on one open plan floor um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that aircon would get blasted and sickness would just travel you like you could track it's like oh this team's got the flu oh well, i guess mm -hmm. the the team next to them is you know going to be sick next week and there was one year where flu just wiped out the whole office. It was Eesh. there were more people at home than there were at the office. It felt like, um, but at least now we're in a bigger building where we sort of, uh, you know, separated by teams. There's more space, so we can at least dictate what we want our aircon to be in our little room. Uh, or in our okay, area. I see. Whereas I before see. it was one single office, you'd have people fighting over aircon. Remote, mm -hmm. like it's cold. No, it's hot. Put it on. So yeah, we'd keep that place toasty, and obviously that just breeded <laughs> flu or whatever was going around at the time. You see, we have yeah. a fairly big space, but it's kept at a like constant temperature. But that constant temperature is way too fucking hot. Like mm. it's like you get into the office and need to take off your hoodie, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do this. 
No. We that would be the the old office. You'd walk in and it'd feel like just hot air mm. everywhere. And like, it just makes you sleepy. It does. Fine. You just want to be like <laughs> and then and then if you it's take off your hoodie, then you walk out to the bathrooms and it's frigid. So it's like <laughs> What are we even doing here? I hate it. Walk back out, put your hoodie on, walk back to the bathroom. Yeah. Prime sickness. Get done with <sighs> sickness. Get yeah. done with the games. Let's check when Chad would talk about video games. Uh, Good things are getting, I wouldn't say busy. Like it's not like prime AAA space stuff, but there is new stuff to we've play. Got like stuff. Yeah. yeah we've got, stuff we got that uh, new Fire Emblems, Three Hopes uh, on mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch that right. we got yesterday. So I haven't really put time into it so I can't really yeah, chat got, about that we got some Sonic Origins I can mm-hmm. tell you I've played the original Sonic it's it's cool <laughs> the original Sonic still good yeah <laughs> I've still, not still played fun. Uh, Sonic, Sonic Origins which, which is basically a collection of the first three I think it's titles, the first three and then CD if I'm not mistaken oh yes I'm like what <laughs> yeah yeah. so yeah I need to did you ever play Sonic Mania spin. no but I heard oh, that was Sonic really Mania's good. good Sonic mm. Mania's real good should, should give that a go um and yeah, there's like, I've got uh, Formula One to play as well. Vroom, vroom. Oh my. Um, love that Formula One. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> this week, this past week has been kind <laughs> of like prepping for those things. But this past week, I just spent more time with oh, get out. Uh, with Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, damn. Who knew? Who, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? We were actually oh, this- chatting... <laughs> Yeah, we were chatting a, a lot shriek. about it before the show, so uh, we don't have to burden you with all these minute details about this game that we're speaking about for like five months the, now already. I think the last time we spoke about a game this much, it wasn't even five months, was uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Felt yeah. Like it was just week after week after week. But even that felt really a bit delayed good. because like you played it and yeah, then it took then me like a year it, yeah. to get to it. Yeah. And then we just reignited that conversation yeah, but again. It's like you timed it where I spent months with Elden Ring <laughs> and now... You've got. Now I'm, I'm going to get into it. Into it. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, yeah, I'm still having a great time with it. I'm, I'm starting to get that, that feeling of like, I'm just exploring and finding things. Um, mm. And I'm not. I, I don't have the same sort of like, uh, like stress over. Am I missing things? I'm just mm. enjoying the finding just, portion. Yeah, enjoy. I think you have to make peace with. Um, unless you look up a guide, you are going to exactly. miss stuff, and that's normal. Yeah. I mean, do do you play every, every RPG open world game you play? Do you OCD check off everything on the map because that's yeah, I try not to because that just yeah. actually just bums me out after a exactly. while. Exactly, um, yeah, because then Elden Ring's the same thing. Just there's no map markers, so just yeah. explore organically and do your thing. You know, have a good time. I I think I've started like getting into that routine as opposed mm. to like. I need to find every little, you know, at the beginning, it was good that I did do that because I found things like the Southern Peninsula in the the, the beginning of the game, which I really didn't know was there until I actually spoke to to you and and people on Discord. And they were like, now you should go look more before you, you know, Mm, try and and go into Stormvale and stuff like that. So yeah, there's definitely value in like re-looking at places you think you've already seen, but Mm. I you know I'm not going to run against fucking cliff faces forever now to look for one little uh, entrance <laughs> into a lair. Yeah, it's just not yeah. worth it. So, mm. but I'm having a good time. I'm at the uh, for anyone who's played. I'm at the spot where there's big hands that are like spiders, and I just hate my life. Um, 
It it's really sucks, and I hate it's those the, enemies it's the so Carrion Manor. Yeah, Carrion Manor. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. I fucking it's, hate it. It's a bad oh, time. Jesus. Yeah. Do you ever and, get snatched by one just running over it? Oh yeah, tons of times. Worst. Even even the big ones didn't realize they're on Worst. the floor. So um, yeah, I, I, do, I not, to, do not enjoy. I them. need to look this up. But there's an area much later in the game that I was ex- that I. So I finished, you know, on Elden Ring train. I platinum Elden Ring this week. Thank you. Yes, congrats. Finish my finish my three playthroughs. On my on my second and third playthrough, though, there's one part of um, like a late game area where I, I knew I hadn't really explored, so I just ran there this time because I was like, "Meh, I haven't been here." And I need to look it up, but I think there was one of those giant hands, not a boss, but like bigger than the ones you found in the Karen Manor. I just noped out of there. I was like, bah. Bigger. <laughs> yeah. But I, I forgot to look it up. But you talking about it now reminded me. I need to go look up. Is I, there I wonder a if there's a boss, boss that or? is like, a, yeah, exactly. Like a giant yeah. hand boss. Like almost like the, uh, what are they? The amygdalas in um, uh, Bloodborne. Like you see uh, a bunch of them. But yeah. you fight one as a boss. Only one, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I'll look it up. I don't think it was a boss, but I just saw it and was like, nope. <laughs> just turn Not going to deal with away. this. Yeah. That, no, that's. I've, I've also come to peace with that. Like, yeah. I I thought, you know, because this is the From Software thing. It's like, which is not actually true. But uh, the idea is that you need to beat all of the enemies, you to know, towards the boss. And, but yeah. In Dark Souls, I found many ways to not do that because there were many enemies in there that just fucking pissed me off. So I found mm-hmm. ways around them. And Elden Ring just empowers you to do that more. Like the number of times I've used my horse to get into the middle of a bunch of giant lobsters, grab the smithing stone that they're protecting and just, just eat run, out yeah. of there. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to endanger myself That's for the way. very yeah. little reward. So, mm-hmm. which is part of the, I think, the really smart thing about the design is that you kind of have to make a decision for yourself what's worth fighting and what's not because mm. there straight up are fights where they are hard and they are potentially very lethal and they are not worth the reward you get and yeah 100% those lobsters and I think the revenant fights fall under that they are just not worth your time um to see a revenant you just do a while I, I fucking run I do yeah. not even care anymore those things instant like same with those big ass bears as well they're just like instantly know, kill those you. The bears are one of the hardest enemies in the game. <laughs> they just, like, I'm on my horse and the thing, like, jumps at me and I'm dead, like, straight away. I'm like, yeah. there's no way I can fight this thing. So, mm. you know. Uh, but then it, it's interesting that those are, like, littered around areas where, uh, like, the academy um, entrance grounds have those. Mm. They look like little fish boys with big eyes. I do not like how they look. <laughs> not a fan of them. Um, you, uh, let me just interject and say you get a helmet that lets you look like a fish boy with his oh eyes, really it makes me laugh every time I, I want it, it now yeah, I absolutely want great. that now uh, love I love it. how they do cartwheels to attack me it's very fun <laughs> um, and they can hit hard but at the same time like I can take on groups of two three yeah. four at a time no problem but then if I walk just fucking like 50 meters to the north of them I get whacked with this insta kill bear and then hands, the bed, yeah. yeah, get shown hands, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So it's cool that the world is like, it's not like this is an area that you are leveled up for perfectly. Uh, and if I move over here, then this part of the world is not ready for me. It's sort of like, it's always a mix. 
Like yeah. you kind of got to find your way around there and figure out how to uh, navigate through here according to yeah. how powerful you are. So exactly. It's a good time. Uh, who would have known? This game still continues to be really good. Just far fewer boss fights than I thought there would be at this point in the game. But I think that will change. Yeah, I'd also, I mean, a lot of, so there are main boss fights that you have to do. Yeah. You, but a lot of bosses are tied to, you know, lands or stuff, caverns yeah. or lairs, whatever. And because the game's so big, you will find, I mean, one of my criticisms of the game, and I think a lot of people will criticize that, you'll end up fighting duplicate bosses. Yeah, which, I've already fought some, yeah. Yeah, which is like, I get it, but I'm also like, eh. But, you know, you could have arguably had fewer things, you mm. know, fewer layers or made more bosses. And even saying that, it's like they put a lot of bosses into this game. I, but I mean, to me, what the layer bosses feel like are almost like the random hunters you would encounter in Bloodborne. No, they're it's, not exactly. boss fights. They they're much harder fights, but yeah. they don't they don't have that climatic feel of when you're facing Margaret or um, God, is God, God, Godric. Godric, yeah. God, yeah. Godric the Grafted, yeah. yeah you so got, you've like, got to get used to these G, G names and the Yeah, I, I think I said Godfrey names. earlier in the week and that's a whole other person. So, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, you know, I, I think I'm missing those big climatic boss fights. Like, I fought a lot of smaller mm. ones already, for sure. Yeah. But, like, they don't feel the same and I don't yeah. think they're designed to feel the same because there's no, just yeah. no way um, you can yeah. have that many bosses in the game that feel that good. So, yep. but it's still good. Uh, it's still a great time. Uh What's the Elden other thing I played? Ring. Oh, yeah. Uh, so last weekend, I spoke briefly about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. I think mm-hmm. at that point, I'd only played like 30 minutes or so. Um, <laughs> I ended up finishing the game. It's not that long. It's like two and a bit hours. Nice. Uh, that game is fucking cool, man. I yeah, like that game a lot. So if you, you know, if you're young like me, you probably haven't played the games that it's <laughs> Whatever, inspired you from. Uh, like, uh, I think it was the Nintendo. I think it was the NES. Actually, let me mm. look this up. But it, it was definitely it was a NES. game called TMNT Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. There we go. It was SNES. This was know. the Super Super NES. Okay. Uh, so this was like th- this is kind of what this game is is inspired by. Is you know the the left-to-right uh, arcade fighter. Um, it even does the thing where in, in Turtles in Time you had a move where you could throw foot soldiers towards the screen and it would use the uh, SNES, you know, Mode 7 chip that kind of like faked 3D, 3D stuff. <laughs> yeah, to make it look 3D, they even do that. So it's just really cool. It's it's very clever. Um mm in the way that they've recreated the feeling of this game, you know, with modern technology, but it's just a fun brawler. Like I've said in chats we've had in, in other, other groups that I've never really vibed with, I think 2d brawlers because I I was just never brought up with them. And I feel like the ones like river city girls, the good, the ones that people like Lord, like, like hold in high regard today are like river city girls and streets of rage four. Um, and I just never clicked with them. This one I clicked with like immediately, mm. um, maybe because it's slightly less complex. Um, yeah. But it's also just like, it's got a really good pace. The levels are kind of short. I think in, oh, I think the longest level took me 10 minutes and in on average it was like six to seven minutes per level. Um, sure. So yeah, it's quick. Like you, you just blitz through them and each one ends with a boss fight that's kind of fun. Uh, 
So it's cool. And there's depth to the fighting. Like you have one button to do attacks, but then you have a two button press that does like an air launcher. You've got air attacks. You've got attacks that only engage when you do a double jump. Uh, you've got special attacks. And then as you progress with a certain character, you start leveling them up. So you unlock mm. aerial special attacks or you uh, unlock more health for them or, you know, things like that. So it benefits to play with one player, but at the same time, every time I died, uh, which wasn't that frequent, but it would be like every three or four levels, I'd just like die. I would change characters immediately just to kind of yeah, see to get who a was feel there. For them. Yeah. Exactly. And they play all quite remarkably, like quite differently. They each have a, they have three stats, range, speed, and power. Um, mm. And I find range and speed were the ones that were most noticeable. Uh, like April O'Neil doesn't have a lot of uh, power behind her attacks, but her speed is like one of the highest. So she can, uh, she can put chains together so quickly. Together, yeah. Yeah. Whereas someone like um, uh, Donatello has a lot of range because of his stick, uh, but his speed is very, very slow, very but you can offset okay. that. But like by hitting foot soldiers from way further away mm. than April can. Um, so it's really, really cool in that regard. Uh, I think, swapping between them actually changed the game slightly and then at the end of the game i unlocked um casey jones and he was i played a few levels with him and he was real fun to play with as well so nice it's a good game um i think the boss fights are a bit chaotic for like you're in small arenas and they just do they've got like attack chains but there's like very mm. little space for you to kind of maneuver and the dodge feels a bit weird um so i'm not the biggest fan of like all of the boss fights some of them are really good yeah I'm also not a fan of the two levels where you're on like hover bikes where it's like you're moving uh, through the, they just feel bad. I just do not like them at all. Mm. So, but other than that, the game's really good. It's on game pass as well. So it's like, mm. doesn't, if you're on game pass, at least it doesn't cost you anything to give it a go. And I think I spent uh, like I, a whole afternoon with it and I had a fucking great time with I it. I think so. even if you don't have game pass, I'm pretty sure the game's super cheap yeah i think um, so i think it's like 20 dollars so or something it's 20 like or 30 dollars yeah yeah so it's really oh and i know last week i wasn't sure but it absolutely does have online um oh it does it okay yeah it does you can play nice. up to six people online i've watched a stream of people playing you know with six characters that looks oh like my God. it looks like that looks just, so much. just so much happening on the screen at once um but i mean it, yeah yeah no it does so if 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 you're playing alone, as you've got X amounts of enemies, does, does the number of enemies ramp up based on how many players are, or do they have more health? Like I don't know how they. Based on that. what I saw, it didn't look like they had more enemies because that would make it even crazier. Oh my um, God. <laughs> I do know that when they were playing with six, uh, they mentioned that it felt easy because like they were just steamrolling through people. They were so just, yeah. Maybe it doesn't adapt. Um, <laughs> but I think playing with co-op would be quite fun, actually, even if you're just playing with two people because, like, mm. there are moves that you can do in co-op that you can't do in single player. Like, um, if I go down in single player, I lose a life. Uh, and then, you know, if I lose my lives, I have to restart that level. Yeah. Uh, with co-op, you can actually revive your, your buddy if he goes down. Okay. So there's that. Uh, mm. You can also do, like, a high five thing that increases your person <laughs> your your buddy's uh of course health yeah which i can't do in single player yeah so you miss out on that i actually do think single player is quite challenging at times i played mm. on the there's three difficulties i played on medium and mm. i died a handful of times but i had to be quite savvy with my combos just, like, i couldn't just mash no i yeah. couldn't well I've, at least i felt like i couldn't so yeah um hmm. 
But yeah, it's a great game. I think it's, if you ever want to stream it, I'll be there. I'm down to play nice. more of this I game. I definitely want to. Um, it's a fun time. Except I've got Monsanto staring me in the face right Yes, now. let's move on to <laughs> what you've been busy with yeah, this me, week. Uh, let's start with Mario Strikers Battle League. because that's Okay, cool. E actually, <laughs> I've actually, quote unquote, uh, finished the, the game. Oh, uh, okay. Let me just, okay. hold up, let me just get some footage here. Um, oh, so yeah, check out just, that football field though. Let's just I admire mean, the artistry yeah, on there. Uh, it's a tip, tip of the hat to the art style of this game. It It is really pretty. Um, I think it's particularly when you do like your super strike, you know, it's, it's got that signature, almost like a, a comic book frame by frame style. Yeah, here's, what here's is my Mario, boy Mario wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's about to play like some fucking blood sports as opposed to like football. Like what's Mario, going on? Mario football, uh, Mario strikers, sorry, is uh, part football, part blood sports. Okay, oh, okay. Wow. So I, I didn't have footage for you to look at last week. You, you're just going to watch here while I, I speak rubbish and just watch the actual chaos that happens here. So if, if you missed, um, I, I gave... Uh, just a little bit of an introduction last week because I'd spent some time with the game. Uh, but if you missed it yet, Mario Strikers is a 4v4 football game. Um, but of course, it's not just football. It's got Mario flair and that's you know, just passing the ball and shooting and kicking. You do get special abilities and you do get items very much a la Mario Kart. You know, you mm -hmm. can, uh, at any point in the game, some blocks appear in the field and you could get a banana peel, a green shell, a red shell. Um, I see like it, uh, random mystery blocks are being thrown onto the field exactly right now. okay um, so yeah it's it's that's just the game plan in a nutshell where the depth comes in is that you know items aside you're not just pushing a pass button or a tackle button you do have charge meters so if you are watching the you know the video feed you'll mm -hmm. notice when I don't have the ball um, there's a little bar that'll charge up that's me charging up a tackle yeah it's like little, that, two little arrows yeah, and the same yes. applies to, to when you shoot. You know, you've got a little ring that fills, and if you get it full, you get a, a power shot. And this ties into something I never spoke about last week, the, the game stats. So each character has, I think it's, it's a breakdown of five stats, and I'm probably butchering them, but it'll be, it's along the lines of strength, speed, technique, that sort of thing. So the way it works is that if you are a strong character like Donkey Kong, uh, you will only get tackled if somebody fully charges a slide tackle. Okay, so I've, I've had it before where I'm playing as somebody little like Toad. <laughs> doesn't have a lot of strength. You just tap the tackle button, you'll bounce off Donkey Kong and he just carries on running. Good. But obviously the, the trade-off there is that, you know, Donkey Kong maybe isn't as quick. Okay. So, yeah. It, it's, Whoa, it's fun this, in that uh, regard. Rosalina like, just kicked the, the fucking ball oh, into you, space here. What's going on? Yeah, you're watching. So every now and then in games, you'll see a, an orange orb drop and whichever team picks it up has an opportunity to do like a power strike. So okay. if, again, if you're watching the video feed, the, the AI got the strike there, but I was able to... Yo, you, you know, saved it. What a, those, are, those are so full of flair. There's a lot of great <laughs> like, look, visual work going on here. My goodness. So a call, call a look at my boy Luigi. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, look, the the super shots are, are, are really cool, but it's annoying that you can't skip them because, you know, ah, okay. at any point in a game, you'll see a bunch of them. And they are fun to watch, but when you watch them like the 10th time in a game, it's mm -hmm. just like, oh, let, mm -hmm. me, let me just skip it. Fair enough. Um, 
Look, the the game is fun. There's definitely depth here if if you want to play with alone or with friends. Uh, unfortunately, I never got to test online. I still need to go do that. Um, but the content feels very light. Um, mm. It's like mm. I, I said last week. There's no sort of. I mean, th- there's a cup system where you can just play your way through six cups. I think it is. Mm-hmm. But there's no that. That's it. Like that's the extent of the single player content, and that can be done in. I'd say like three-ish hours, if oh, wow. you know, give or okay. take a little bit more. And then the the way they extend the gameplay is like, I won the championship and then it said, okay, cool, you've won it, the roll credits. Now you've unlocked the same cups, but like there's a harder difficulty. So there's okay. incentive to play on, on that front, but the base cup was super easy. I mean, the game you're watching now this is the hardest cup, which means it should be, you know, the hardest teams. Mm. Um, and it doesn't and really look like you're sweating in the footage. No, no. I mean, yeah. I, I'm up 2-0. I've had games leading up to this where I won like 10 or 12 nil, like really just yeah. steamrolled over the over the, the AR. Not to say the AR is bad. It's just I think you can it's almost... It's exp- for, for that easier. Yeah, yeah, but you can almost like exploit it where... I okay. figured out. So if if I got like that orange globe, right? That lets me. Sh- oh, when you sh- when you score a goal, that orange globe it counts as two goals, not one. Oh, which, interesting. Which okay. I found weird because it feels extra. You could just okay. make it count as a goal because it's almost like a guaranteed goal. But like for example, I I could get a a mushroom for speed, and as long as I'm on the enemy half, I can charge up my power attack, and then you know nine out of ten times score a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that when when you i mean super shots aside if you learn the game enough you can get relatively close and you just learn how to aim with the stick that you like here's a here's a good curve goal that's just me Love aiming that. up with the stick and it was a powerful shot as alone and it's like a guaranteed goal because uh, as this peach she's got high technique so her curve shots are like really good so on that front it's a bit i think if you're playing single player it feels very light in content like Mm. No, no doubt you'll get some fun from the championships. Like I enjoyed them, but it felt a bit, I don't know, a bit lacking. Like if I compare it to Mario Golf, for example, Mario Golf at least dressed up the campaign with, you know, there's a story here. You've got to go through some things. You've got some upgrades to get that sort of thing, mm-hmm. which that's literally you just play through some champions. Um, and then, but uh, I mentioned, I know Mario Golf, the, was gear right and you do yes. get the same year so you were you were saying like why does luigi look like he's he's uh, <laughs> he's, re- he's ready for war here, yeah. some some blood sports so you get pieces of gear that you can buy so you you finish cups you get money you can use that money to buy gear for your characters which up these stats i mentioned so you can up your speed your strength whatever but i find it a bit strange that it's not strange it's just uh, it's an interesting design choice where if I put on a specific helmet, for example, to put up my speed by two points, but then it'll also decrease my strength by two points. So it doesn't really like, you can tailor your characters to be good at a stat or two stats, but you're not buffing them in any way, really. You're not like, I've put this hat on, now I've got plus one speed. It mm-hmm. always comes with you know a trade-off of, okay, you're upping this, but you're losing somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I guess on that front, like you could look at it in several ways. You you know, you can sit and tally your team to whatever you want, but it felt strange to, you know, be penalized for putting on gear. I don't know. It, it just felt weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but all that said, look, it's it's a fun game, but it's just, it's light on content. Um, it really feels like the the cup, <laughs> the cup features 
it's just like a tacked on afterthoughts like they got the mechanics down they, they got the animations down they're like we like, need well, a way to we we need to dress this up somehow yes um, yes like so for example if you're watching the video feed you'll see that both halves of the field look different right yes so it lets, it lets you choose what half you want it does nothing in the game it's purely aesthetic yeah you've got it's, like a very bowser i've got like a, a bowser thing. yeah it feels like they could have had something you know maybe environmental things to just further vary the gameplay but yeah that that's that's just my thought but i don't know do you know what this reminds me of so much like everything you've kind of said uh Mm -hmm. about it and how it plays and did you ever play this was quite a while ago now uh probably like 15 18 years ago now but uh they made a harry potter um quidditch Quidditch game. game It reminds me so much of that. Like I did not play that. It's very arcade-like in nature. You've got these power shots that have these uh, mm. like animations that you can't um, uh, you can't skip. And some mm. teams like I, I remember the hmm, it was one of the like Nordic teams that you could play as there. Like their special shot counted for three goals, and it was like more than oh. any other team in the game. It was ridiculous. Um, sure. And it was also like you you had to balance like uh uh tackling things and power shots and this and that it mm. just watching this gameplay it's like like reminded my brain that that game existed so, so and i love that it, game so yeah so look uh mechanically the game is a lot of fun like i'd mm. love to play this with you know multiplayer with other people and it is fun against ai like it feels good to pass the ball around and get a good curve shot in mm-hmm. you know or or to like land a really good tackle or to run through through enemies and then you've, you've got a dodge button. If you dodge a tackle at the right time, you'll get a little burst of speed. Like mechanically speaking, it feels they've got that down. It is fun. There's a lot of mm-hmm. thought put into mm-hmm. that. It just feels like the rest of the game is honestly an afterthought. Like mm-hmm. Content-wise, it, it just, yeah. It's just you, a Like I said, yeah. you'll finish it in three hours and yeah there's the harder difficulties now which i'll probably play but i don't know it feels like it's just missing something on that front um, yeah no I, 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 I can understand that yeah i, I need to, i need to give the multiplayer <laughs> bash though because i'm sure that there's obviously legs on that front if i can just play against people online i'm sure it'll be a different game are you watching the, peaches special the god the goddamn <laughs> um animation in this is unbelievable the animation's like, great really yeah. fucking good visually it's cool yeah like the um, the whole like so if you're not watching the video like peach did just did a super shot and the uh the goalkeeper like is trying to withstand the shot and like as he's withstanding it there's like a crater forming in the ground it's like some real dragon ball z nonsense it's <laughs> so good um that's great and i love that if you take like I've, I've noticed like if you take a big super shot and it's just on the edge like there like your goalkeeper mm. like falls down and he's just grabbed the ball and it mm. looks really good um yeah it's I'd, be keen, I'd be keen to play this like i feel like this is mm. something i'd maybe play online for like a month and have fun and then i'm mm. yo, you're getting smashed in this game by the way I, i'm, I'm getting smashed you know. look at my boy luigi don't worry this, <laughs> his yeah, running animation for scoring is so good he's <laughs> like, like cool. football is live that's <laughs> my boy luigi look again <laughs> does I'll he do the same watch. thing please ready. here we go yeah. <laughs> <That's> so good <laughs> so th- that's a good example there right though where I'm three nil down, and you think, "Oh my god!" Like this, and there's there's a just over a minute. So you think, "Oh, this game's in the bag. I'll never make a comeback." 
but I know the game enough that I can almost quote unquote exploit. So Luigi had a star there, which means he's untouchable. So uh, I, I put I put it on. I just ran up to the box. I took a shot and I scored. Like because because you couldn't be tackled. You, there's okay. nothing you can do about that. Yeah, that and seems again, a yeah, bit so silly. Look, yeah, watch. Here's, oh, you've got Mario. another star. Yeah, I see. Oh, okay. Job, you shot got blocked nah. there. Yeah, no, but no, I can I, see I, what I, you I, mean. He he ran yeah. from the other end of the field. You know, completely no, so that, un, unrivaled. So that that yeah. was a mushroom. I didn't use a star yet. Oh, that's a bad tackle. <laughs> so I think I do. Before we bounce off, I think I do a chair where I use a star. Oh yeah, look, I get the power. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I get tackled. There is one moment where I use I get the power up and I use the start is here because it's three one. I ended up winning this game. Jack, I've got the power you up. You ended up winning star. this game I'm and you got fifteen seconds yeah, to come back to untouchable. Goals. So it's three one. Yeah, because these power shots counts as two. Oh goals. damn, it's another peach one. I was hoping it would it's be another, another <laughs> a different character showing off the really cool shot. This peach I one mean, is interesting though because you blocked the previous one, but because it's peaches, the goalkeeper just let the ball roll into the goal. Oh no, my god! No, no. So, <laughs> so that you you probably missed it. There is a meter there that that triggers whenever you do a power shot. If you get it perfect, so you have to hit it between two lines. If you get it perfectly, the keeper won't save it. Oh, if you I just miss the line, there's a chance they can save it. I see. Look at this. Eight seconds to go. You think I'm going to lose? Here's my boy Mario with the perfect. Oh, look at that curve <laughs> shot. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Mario's just like, oh. oh <laughs> he does when you win a game. He says, Mario, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. I want, go. I'm sure they got Charles Martinet back in the booth for this. I'm sure they he did. Had a, he had a great time doing it. So there we go. Sure. This is the, the last game in the championship. The spikes and on his boots look ref- they just look so <laughs> dangerous. Yeah, this, like this he, is a if he's slot tackling someone, he's killing them. Like I, I'm just <laughs> gonna say it. <laughs> uh, look, it's it's a fun game. Like I I really enjoy the football side of it. It just it's a pity that it's light on the single player friends. So mm. I need to dip mm. into the multiplayer um you know, to maybe get more legs out of it. I'm almost certain so, you'll dip into the multiplayer and you'll be like, holy shit, these people are smoking me. Like, Oh yeah, I have no doubts. This this honestly makes me think of, you know, the the, the blizzard formula of easy to learn, difficult to master. Like mm. there, there's, it's pretty easy to pick up, you know what to do, but I'm sure there are people who are so good at dodging and just min-maxing items. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when the Super Bowl's going to drop and that sort of thing. Um, I can I can definitely see that being the case. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Okay, so that's Mario Strikers. Yeah. Um, what and else also, have you been busy? I'll with? very briefly touch on. Let me just find the right footage here. Live producing. It's an art. It it really is. My God, I, I need I need a third person to just be here. <laughs> Get Lupin in on that action. Just be like Lupin. On, hit Lupin. Uh, footage number two this. on Monster Hunter. <laughs> So yeah, let me just timestamp those. So yeah, I have. So let's just let's just go back in time quickly, right? Okay. So, okay, I'm ready. Last year, a Monster Hunter Rise launched on Switch. Uh, mm. I think it was February. And Great time. Never, never, never played Monster Hunter before, and we struck up a deal with Nintendo to do uh, some guide videos for them. Mm. So got the game, and obviously had to play a lot of the game because you can't write a guide about a game if you know nothing about it. Play the game, do a lot of research, end up falling in love with the game, putting mm. 130, 140 Yeah, you put tons it. of hours into I really, it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I played this game, I finished it, and I just kept doing hunts because it's just good fun. Yeah. 
Um, game later came to PC. Oh, it came to PC in January this year. Yeah, took a while. It was like um, a year. Yeah, and like I really wanted to play it again, but full price. I'm like, eh, I'll wait for it to go and sell. And I know there's the Sunbreak expansion coming out in June, so I'll get it closer to the time. So hard, hard cut to now. <laughs> Monster Hunter is half price. I think it might still be on sale. I could be wrong, but it was it's like half, 50% off. And the Sunbreak expansion actually launches this week on Thursday or Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, unfortunately, though, you can't, if you know, in the case of people like me who's played on Switch, there's no way to do to transfer a save. There's no way to... It's a real bummer you know, that that's the case. It's, yeah, yeah it, it's it's really sucks because like, yeah. it, it would make me so happy. I'd, I'd buy the game and the expansion and Absolutely, just be happy yeah. to dive straight into my old character. Um, So I've got to replay the game, which I won't say unfortunately because Monster Hunter is just an absolutely great time. What they've done though, which I wasn't quite aware of, is that they give you gear. I think, I don't know when this gear dropped, but they... they they give new players an armor set and weapon oh, okay. to help them speed through um, the base game in preparation yeah. for the DLC. I've read so, you have to be a certain level of something before you can even play the DLC. It's, so. it's Monster Hunter rank 7, I think, which is just it, basically yeah. what you get to at the end of finishing the game. Okay. Uh, but what's nice is that normally you would start off with, I'm going to thumb suck here, but say you start off with a weapon that does like, it's base damage attack is 50 whatever um but i looked at my inventory that given me armor sets and it's called the defender sets and it's like a slightly higher level uh weapon to help you fight through the base game you know in a much quicker time mm-hmm. where when i started the game as a newbie hunts were taking me anywhere from like 20 to 14 minutes because still learning the game weapons not doing much damage getting murdered because i don't know the monsters now I'm doing hunts in five to ten minutes each. So it's it's like significantly chopped off. Okay. Um, you know how long it takes. But whew, Monster Hunter on PC, don't get me wrong, the fact that it worked on Switch was actual sorcery. You know, it loaded quick, it looked great. But on PC, this game is just, it's something else. It looks so smooth. I mean, just looking at this footage now, the the way the combat flows with you know the frame rate definitely helps the fluidity it just mm. looks so good it looks like a different it's, game it's yeah and it, it almost feels a little bit different as well yeah i can see <laughs> I'll, I'll like look, you you're able to pinpoint your placement a lot easier yeah um but also i know the game much better now that i can forwards. actually yeah, get, get counters and you know i know how to do specials now it's Monster Hunter's. It's it's one of those games where it's. I was reminded now, starting it again this week. It front loads a lot of information, and it makes me wonder: had we not done those guides for Nintendo, if I would have gotten into it, because I probably would have been like, "Yeah, this is fun," but there's just so much to take, and there's too much mm. depth here. Mm. I don't know, like maybe not for me. But the fact that I forced myself to play the game, I'm grateful because now I do know the fundamentals and. Like Monster Hunter is not for everyone, definitely yeah. not. But yeah. if you can get through, um, you know, break through the skill ceiling and just get your head around the fundamentals, it is some of the best gameplay. It's it's just boss. You you're fighting big monsters. It's like a boss rush game if you want to yeah. call it that. And it's just fun to sit and chip away at these huge monsters, you know, alone and with friends. Um, it's, it's got just, that good good nature of like you fight monsters, come back, level up. 
go do it Ex- again. It's got yeah, the loop. The yeah, you, go you, up. yeah. Yeah. You, you see, Oh, I need, I want to build this weapon. I need to fight this monster, this monster, go loot this. And you do it, you get that weapon and you do it all again for the next mm. weapon. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for the expansion. I don't know if I'll finish the base game in time for Thursday or Friday, but um, I am speeding through it relatively quickly. Like I'm, four or five hours in and I'm ready monster hunt I can do level four village quests oh wow already which, jeez yeah so I'm speeding through and then you eventually get to a point where you start doing the hub quest which is you know almost you have to do it multiplayer because the hunt's yes. a lot harder so I'm like almost there already in a handful of hours which is cool nice and then you, yeah then you've got um people to play sunbreak with as well so that's exactly cool. I've got got a bunch of friends who are who are on PC ready. I know Brad is also picking up Monster Hunter to, you know, grind it out to get ready for the expansion. So nice. Yeah. It's a good time. Monster nice. Hunter. Would recommend. Good. It looks really good on PC as well. Mm. So I think if I if I I would really love to join, but that means I'd have to put Elden Ring on break again. And I'm just like, nah, if no. I do well, that, I'm I, just I, never gonna get back to it. So. At the very least, like I own it on Steam, so you own it on Steam, so you can always come. But we it can't at play it at the same time. Then. No, no. But I'm saying in a few months, if you want to dip in and just give it a bash, you I guess yeah, that's also can. true. Yeah, that's yeah. also true. Nice, cool. Glad that you're back on uh, your Monster Hunter cocaine. It's yeah, been a while. It, it really is. It's addictive. <laughs> it's a problem. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so. Should we, is that it? That's it. Is that all the games? Should we move that on then it. to game releases? Bring up, bring up that list. So we're looking at games releasing today, June 25th. Happy payday. Um, Bizarre. Up until June, July 1st? It is July 1st. Wow. Can you believe it? It's the month of stray. Around the corner. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is there anything out on July 1st? There is one game. Oh, Formula One 2022 is out on July 1st anyway. Uh, okay, so throughout the week, we've got uh, hmm, Disagaya 6 Complete Edition coming to PC, PS4, PS5, June 28th. DNF Duel PC and PlayStation, June 28th. Escape mm-hmm. Academy on PC coming June 28th as well. Uh, Phobia. Saint De- Phobia. <laughs> Phobia. Saint Denis for Hotel coming to PC and consoles June 28th. MX versus ATV Legends. Wow, they keep pumping these out, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Uh, PC and consoles June 28th. Big one for this week Cuphead, the delicious last course, or Cuphead. also Cuphead, the DLC, uh, which is really cute, <laughs> I think. Coming to PC, uh, consoles, and Switch J- June 30th. Uh, as you alluded to Bam. now, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, PC and Switch, June 30th. Big one there. Outriders World Slayer, another big expansion for another live service game. Uh, PC mm-hmm. consoles, June 30th. The Galactic Junkers coming to PC, PS, uh, PlayStation and Xbox, June 30th. And then the final game for the week, Formula One 2022, July 1st vroom, for vroom. PC and consoles. Also has VR support, so that's cool. I love how July is on this list. It's just... the <laughs> the first two titles are not chronologically. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that, that's why I was a bit confused. But, I was uh, like, you missed one. I'm like, oh, it's July 5th. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I don't understand why that's not. But yeah, that means we're in the month of Stray. Uh, we've oh, also boy. got like As Dusk Falls, which looks pretty cool. 
coming Xenoblade July. Chronicles 3. Xenoblade Goodbye. Chronicles 3. Goodbye all the Go- time on Switch. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are those are oh big boy. ones for the for the month. I mean, so the end of the year. My goodness. Platoon 3 later this year. Yeah. Getting in there. Getting in there. Good Lord. Should we bounce now to gaming news? It's been a bit of a like an up and down week after yeah. not not E3 uh, happened. When was it? Last week or the week prior? I can't mm-hmm. even remember anymore. Um, One of those things. What would you like to lead with? I yeah. I think there's only really one one thing to lead with in light of events that happened yesterday, and that's uh, if you're unaware, you Bam. should be aware by now. Um, Roe vs. Wade or Roe v. Wade uh, was overturned by the United States Supreme Court, which affects early Americans. Yes, um, we're not American podcast, but this is a big like blow for civil rights for millions and millions of people. Uh, mm. Essentially, what it does is not allow. Well, it basically removes um, the choice to have an abortion uh, as a human right from millions of women around the United States and means that states now on a state-by-state basis can choose to ban abortions outright, which is already happening. Um, Mm. So, you know, this had been rumored for months prior that this was going to happen because of some leak from uh, the Supreme Court, but it happened. And now a lot of, at least in the sphere of gaming, a lot of uh, Mm. game studios and publishers have come out to voice their support. Um, you know, for for the right to choose, um, mm. which I commend. I would say personally, I'm well behind people's right mm. to choose. Um, I don't think the government should be legally allowed to tell you what you can and cannot do to your body. Um, but yeah, so firstly, it was like a lot of Sony studios, which is mm. kind of interesting because uh, CEO... Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan urged employees about a month ago when this started like picking up steam to respect differences of opinion. And there were lots of reports internally at Sony saying that Sony was barring any studios from actually saying anything. And the only one at the time that actually said something was Bungie, uh, although they are not technically officially under Sony's purview yet. So. I, I don't think it's listed in this article. It might have been some another one I read, but I, I think at the time or in the, the weeks leading after that uh, email sent, I think Insomniac sent a, sent a yes, it's like a sixty page document or something, being like <laughs> WTF or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think Insomniac said that they had donated to like rights groups to fight this, mm. uh, but that they weren't allowed to disclose that. But yeah. that also Sony was matching the donations, but Sony wasn't like outright saying yeah. that either. So which is very I found strange. so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, uh just from Sony's side, we had Band, Bungie, Gorilla, Insomniac, Media Molecule, Naughty Dogs, San Diego Studios, Santa Monica Studios, and Sucker Punch all voicing mm. their support uh for the right to choose. Some studios have, you know, gone gone further by saying that they will uh, be changing their healthcare for their employees to supplement them with, um, you know, financial support that if they need to go out of the states that they're currently in to get the medical attention that they need, uh, that the studio will cover that, which is really cool because I think that's a far easier way of supporting people than uprooting thousands of people's lives in a state that, you know, currently um, bans it or at least for for the for the um, 
for the short term, you know, help the yeah. people when they need it rather than like, okay, in five years, we're going to move everyone to a different state uh, where this yes. is not illegal. Um, so yeah, not all studios that I listed there have said that, but I know Bungie for certain is one that said that a month ago already. Um, they were kind yeah. of setting the tone for that. And a lot of companies have said that, like Netflix have said that, um, Disney, um, a lot of companies are getting behind this idea that they will uh, fund travel for employees that need it. Um, further on here, Activision, Microsoft, Ubisoft have also come out in support of the right to choose. Microsoft says uh, they will do anything they can under the law to support employees um, in accessing critical healthcare. Uh, the support has been extended to include travel expense assistance for those and other lawful medical services where access to care is limited in availability mm. in an employee's some geographic region. Activision basically said the same thing. Yeah. Um, EA. Hmm. Yeah, EA said the same thing, actually, though. promising travel benefits. Ubisoft. Listen, when you get Ubisoft political, you know you've done something. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> you know you've, you, you've opened a can of worms. Um, yeah. I don't think Ubisoft is really. I mean, Ubisoft is a French company as well. They have studios yeah. in America. Well, most of their studios are in Canada. I, mean, I, I think they only have like one or two in the States. So mm. this affects them a bit less. Um, but to at least, you know, show support, still good. And then there mm. were a bunch of other publishers. You had ArenaNet, Devolver Digital, Haven Studios, Heart Machine Games, Niantic, Team Meat, uh, That's No Moon, uh, stuff like that. So <laughs> That's No Moon. Yeah, it's, the, been, it's been quite something seeing so many people come out. Well, game game studios mm. specifically. I think it's good, but I I, mm. I think there you know there, there is a there is hesitancy as well from people being like, okay, well, brands need to you know put money and and actions behind mm. the words that they put out the there. Words, so yeah. it is good that a lot of studios are at least saying that they will support their employees, you know, to get mm. the help that they need if they need it. Um, yeah. And I think that's really important. So, yeah, I guess we'll see how this continues. Um, unsurprisingly, publishers that refuse to comment, take two. Uh, mm. And uh, good old Gearbox Interactive, located in the great state of Texas, is going to ban um, abortions. Uh, good old Randy Pitchford had fuck all to say about this yesterday. So, yeah, take yeah. that as you will. Take that as you will. Yeah, interesting Interesting things going on in the States. It's, it's wild. Like abominable <laughs> it's, it's things crazy. happening in the States. In, in the space yeah. of 24 hours, they basically just like gave more rights to, to gun owners by letting them, you know, conceal weapons in public and then took rights away from women. So, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great, great country. Time. Nice. Well, yeah. do you want to move on to other potentially lighter news? <laughs> Yeah, potentially light to news. Um, um, a Plague Tale, Requiem, got a October release date. Uh, they hosted, I think it was Focus Interactive hosted an event this week, like a late E3 thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Focus Entertainment, oh. sorry. Um, and yeah, there was like 10 minutes of gameplay. Uh, it shows the return of the two siblings at the heart of the first game, Amicia and Hugo. Um and yeah, it's coming out on October October 18th. October 18th, yeah. And it's also only new consoles. So PC, PS5, oh. and Xbox Series huh. X and S, which is cool because, uh, yeah, that, that game looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I'm wondering, like, at what point, you know, we, we're going to start seeing just this happen where games mm. come out only for current gen. And we, we've beaten this, you know, we've beaten this topic to death, but the fact that COVID just delayed console production, it's, it's been interesting to watch. Um, but I do wonder at what point do we just, you know, make the jump mm. to current mm-hmm. gen and leave the others behind? I do wonder yeah. if it's now, especially for, you know, smaller publishers and smaller studios, it's becoming a cost thing. It's like, mm. it will cost us X amount to dev or to optimize um, for the older consoles as well. Exactly. Um, it's it's know. a balancing act because then it's a thing of, it'll cost us X amount to, you know, do this for the older consoles, but there's a bigger install base. Exactly. So or know, do, like, or do we invest money in the, you know, maybe pushing our our whatever tech we have, whatever tech stack we have to work with the new mm. consoles and make use of them, you know, yeah. do do we go all in on that? Um, you know, so I, I do think it is a, it is a cost-benefit balancing act. So, mm. yeah, I'm very keen for this game. I've said multiple times that A Plague Tale um, was a really good game. Um, yeah, you played it just this year, I think. Yeah, very recently. It was like earlier this year in January. Um, so I played Innocence, which was like the xbox series x like upgrade for that game it mm. looked good the stealth sequences Ooh, are really looks fun pretty yeah it's a it's a very good looking game and it's got a really moving story um i think mm. i think amicia and hugo uh, are just a really good pairing um there's mm. a lot of parallels to like the last of us it gets a bit silly at the end i think but it you know it ends off in a good way and i'm very keen to mm. see where they go from here uh so yeah very very keen for this game Nice. Cool. So that's coming. October um, 18th. What do you want to go with next? Uh, uh, let's just do this one quickly because it made me laugh. <laughs> A piece of Lego can now play <clears throat> Doom. That's um, great. So if you don't know, it's almost like, it's not a meme, but it's an internet thing where the joke is, you know, anything and everything can run Doom, yeah. which has resulted in Doom being played on, like, literally everything from, so this <laughs> this article says, cars on fridges and even a tiny, in a tiny LCD screen shoved into, in, well, inside a pregnancy I think, test. I think there was a pregnancy <laughs> test that had, like, yeah. an LCD screen could play exactly. Doom. So Doom's playable on everything, including this a little, little Lego piece brick. of Lego. It's like a little, was, it's a tiny, tiny little Lego brick with like an LCD panel on it. So really curious I mean, to see how they playing, got that. Playing working. Doom is a, is a bit of a stretch because it's not like a full color no, Doom, like, but it's like. But it's, it's got the source code Doom. running. It's got that, it's <laughs> exactly. got the source code for Doom running. So that's Which amazing. is just, it just makes me laugh that somebody thought, I can do this. <laughs> Where will the limit be for Doom? Where will it be? Uh, well, what's what's interesting is that I remember writing articles about this for Lazy Gamer back yeah. then. Like, yeah. Somebody's put Doom on a fridge. Somebody's put Doom on, and that was years ago. I'm, People are just, are just still. Maybe it's happened, playable. but I mean, with the way that we can control um, LEDs on like uh, RGB fans, Oh my what gosh! Happen- yeah, exactly. What, what if what if we get like an array of nine RGB fans and you connect it and like sync it up amazing. as a display and get Doom running on <laughs> RGB fans? If somebody hasn't done it already, I'm sure somebody I, will. <laughs> I bet that will happen one day. If it hasn't happened already, I haven't maybe looked into it enough. 
Um, but I'm sure if you can get it running on this little piece of Lego, that that's not yeah. you know impossible to get it running on those. Fans, so this so. this article says the LCD screen offers a 72 by 40 resolution. Damn, just enough to make out what's going on, sort of. It's like 0.4K. <laughs> it's <laughs> it really is. Sure, that's that's insane. I just love that somebody went and did this. It's incredible. How cool they they plug the they they like slots in the piece of Lego and it goes on like a that's screen. So sick. I love Amazing. that. Good lord. Ah, so cool. Um, what um, else? Let's see. Uh, oh, quick update about- on Into the Breach in case you haven't. So Into yeah. the Breach, I haven't played Into the Breach in a while now, but I mean, it It was one of those games um, that was just, it's just incredible. So it's developed mm. by uh, Subset Games, the people who created FTL, also another great game. And mm-hmm. the the way I like describing it is like it's chess uh, with kaiju's with big mechs chess. and monsters. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is like a I think it's an eight by eight board, and it's turn based um, turn based action, and it's a roguelike, uh, mm. and it's very tactical, like extremely tactical. You have to take into account like the turn orders of each monster. You have to take into account like okay, if my turn goes here and I hit. A monster there onto that tile then that monster's turn is going to interact with this other monster like yes. it's it's extremely tactical and so so rewarding uh you can like literally look at a look at a turn for like half an hour like picking apart <laughs> all the different like permutations Just of like a move actual you can chase. it's so good it's really really good so the big news here is that uh there's an advanced edition coming out uh, an update for all platforms uh, that will release on 19th of July, and that's going to add like new levels, new uh, well, it says here new squads, weapons, uh, and plots. Um, oh, and pilots, sorry, uh, enemies, <laughs> environments, bases, missions. So just a bunch of new content. It's all mm. going to be free. There's also a new difficulty mode, so that's great. Nice. Um, it's also coming to mobile for the first time under Netflix's program. So if you have a Netflix oh, subscription, cool. you'll be able to download it. Um, nice and I think this game on mobile will be it's going to ruin me again like <laughs> the fact that if I can play like a match every where I am is just ridiculous mm. so very how long does that I mean I know you can spend hours looking oh. at a turn but yeah it, I mean it depends on the the, the mm. game it is you know each each run it's a roguelike so um, mm. and the runs have like knock on effects onto each other so well each level does so like you have an overall like energy stat uh, thing mm-hmm. that uh, if they damage like human buildings in a level, it brings down that stat and that stat uh, is uh, persistent from level to level. So you can't just okay. like fuck up one level super badly and then reset the next level. It's like that is mm-hmm. the life of your run, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. Cool. So that's coming. Um, should we talk about... Bungie suing a perpetrator behind fake Destiny 2 DMCA takedowns for $7.7 million. It's a lot of money. Um, (laughs) It's a a lot lot of of money. Yeah. So the TLDR on this is that earlier this year, a number of top test Destiny 2 YouTubers and even Bungie itself were struck with fake DMCA takedowns from an unknown user. So DMCA takedown is like like a violation of copyright takedown. Uh, that you can get YouTube to enact. This is a whole other broader argument on how easy it is for people to do this. Um, and if YouTube enacts some strikes, like it can take a video down and in some cases completely wipe a channel from existence if done 
correctly. So the fact that mm. this is all automated is real fucked up, uh, but that's a whole other thing. But essentially, mm. this was done uh, by someone that was not Bungie, uh, and it affected both Bungie and some top Destiny 2 YouTubers. And so Bungie at the time threatened legal action against uh, the perpetrator, and now they're following through. So it says here the lo- from the lawsuit, Bungie is entitled to damages and injunction relief, including enhanced statutory charges of $150,000 for each of the works implicated in the fraudulent takedown notice that uh, willfully infringed Bungie's registered copyrights, totaling seven point what seven point six five million dollars. If you're so, just yeah. a random person, how do you fit this bill? I know you fucked. Like, I mean, it's it's no it's no different to. I guess I guess there are some arguments to be made for the way Nintendo went after. Uh, a recent uh, person who was putting, you know, old games up on mm. websites, you know, ROMs and stuff like that. So yeah. they, they won a court case against him for millions and it completely ruined his life. Um, you know, and there's something to be said there about the preservation of games and the availability that Nintendo has allowed customers to keep their games going, mm. you know, and and how maybe skewed that lawsuit is. But this is straight up like there is, is just, yeah. no one wins from this situation, you know, no. from these DMC takedowns. So I think Bungie's is well within their rights yeah. doing this. So, yeah. Um, a new From Software game is in its final stages of development. Elden Ring updates. Coming. Elden Ring 2, let's go. <laughs> My goodness. Elden Ring DLC. I listen to the kind of funny uh, prediction podcast like after, not E3. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Andy predicted that we would get a tease for Elden Ring DLC. And I was like, oh my God, like it's no way, way too soon. It's, way too it's soon. like three months after the game launched. Way like, too phew. soon. Yeah. If I'm not I mistaken, I think DLC, the teasers for yeah. DLC in previous games came like a year after release. Yeah. Yeah. Feels way too quick. No, that's way too soon. Um, so what are they working on here? What are these 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 dudes posting next? Um, I don't know. So essentially, this came from like an interview with um, Miyazaki, um, and also just some some job postings on the websites. Apparently, they're working on like two different projects yeah. right now. Uh, but based on this interview, which was translated, so you know things can get wonky there. Um, mm. The the studio's latest. Um, project is kind of like nearing completion so my guess uh because they've done it before is that it's something to do with psvr2 because they did a psvr Mm. game and with psvr2 being probably months away at this point from launching maybe early next year i wouldn't be shocked if it's something for that um Mm. (laughs) who the fuck knows maybe this is their current gen version of bloodborne yeah could be that it says here, in the interview, Miyazaki also indicates that he's in the process of directing his next game and that he wants to tackle a more abstract approach to fantasy. Like, How much more abstract <laughs> can you get, my dude? <laughs> my goodness. We have actual spider hands. Like, literally, America. like... Actual... Uh, wh- I mean, that's cool. What more do you want? <laughs> if he thinks he can get more abstract, that's rad. Like, all the power to him, I'm down that's for that. That's so funny. Um, there was also that leak much, much earlier this year that uh, From Software were working on a new Armored Core entry. So I wonder if this is that. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. interesting. There was a time before Demon Souls and Dark Souls and Bloodborne. I'm like, and I, I, I was never into Armored Core. So I'm kind of no. curious. Like, yeah, I want to see you know, what a modern, modern Armored Core is. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I remember trying those games on PS1 and never fully understanding what the fuck was going <laughs> on. Um, but yeah, so. It's crazy. And then last piece of news. You're not ready for this. Chris Pratt warns his Mario voice is unlike anything you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Props to Polygon for this title, though. Like warns that his Mario voice is unlike anything you've ever heard. Um <laughs> Uh, so this I comes mean. from a quote with Variety where Chris Pratt says, I worked really closely with the directors and trying out a few things and landed on something that I'm really proud of and can't wait for people to see and hear. This uh, movie is still a huge question mark for me. I need to see it to believe it. <laughs> yeah. I, hmm. Yeah. You know what? It would be not a, a big question mark if it was like just a normal animated Mario movie. But the fact that they've mm. gone in like, you know, not got Charles Martinet as Mario. It just makes no fucking sense to me. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. It it makes me think of, um, is this going to be kind of like the Sonic movie where Sonic is just a fully voiced, normal person living in this world? Like, I don't know. Is Mario just going to be that with an Italian accent or not? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Listen, those Sonic movies are good, but they somehow found a way to be like goofy in mm. a in a real world setting. This is all animated, so mm. it could still go like crazy, but yeah, I don't know. Guess we'll see. Guess uh, we'll see. But yeah, that is all of the news for this week. Huzzah! Huzzah! Huzzah. Um, that means we are moving on to questions. If you'd <coughs> like to uh, send us in a question, you can email us checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. You can message us on all of our social platforms at Checkpoint Chat. We look through the questions, we curate ones we want to answer, and we answer them. Do we have any we wanted to answer this week? <laughs> we have no questions this week. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, I will question my That's sanity hilarious. in that whole preamble. And uh, I, I was going to cut you off and I just let you go. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, if you like, want to send us questions for next week, <laughs> now you know where to do it. Um, now you know. Yeah, listen, it's been a, it's been a, a slow week. I mean, all of the questions we got previous weeks were like, you know, to do with E3 and all the mm. big announcements there. I think we're all coming down from that, that like high of yeah. all, all the all the things happening. So that's it's cool. all good. Oops, I need all to go good. to chat. Uh, but I guess that means. Uh, that's been episode 190 of Checkpoint Chat. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit shorter this week, but that's A little bit fine. shorter, a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. but I mean, there was, I think there was less news. There was no questions, but I think next <laughs> week, I mean, I'm going to have thoughts on Vroom Vroom. I'm going to have thoughts on uh, swords clashing sound. I don't know how to make that sound with my mouth, so ka-ching, ka-ching. Now that's Shwing. money. <laughs> yeah. You'll have equally swing noises to make I'll with have monster hunter so. I'll, I'll maybe have some sonic anime we'll anime swing noises with your <laughs> your uh, samurai sword God, uh, i love monster hunter <laughs> it is very so good, good. I, just so watching good. that footage of you doing the whole like sheath your your sword to do a big attack reminded me how fucking great that game is uh, also, because I'm restarting the game, it's a thing of, do I want to learn another weapon? Nah. I just kept thinking, nah. nah the long sword nah. is life. That long Come sword on. is so good. It's so much it's great. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, that's been episode 190. Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate you as always. And we mm-hmm. will see you next time on Checkpoint Chat. Have a fabulous week.
Goodbye. Goodbye.